0: The final whistle is brought to you by Wrexham Supporters Association's Hospital Broadcast.
1: He looks at his watch and he blows up and the Wrexham fans have travelled in vain. In fact, they booed at the end of the match. 1,700 Wrexham fans came, but they didn't conquer. Wrexham beaten 2-0 by a Macclesfield side who were extremely well drilled. They looked so organised in the very start. They played with spirit and energy and they were good value for their 2-0 win. When Danny Swales, their captain, was stretched off during the warm-up he wondered whether Macclesfield would a side like Wrexham who was short on luck. But that was the only real luck Wrexham got for the remainder of the day. But don't put it down to luck. Macclesfield, or well, Paul Lynch in his programme notes said that he wanted to see his side cause problems for Wrexham and break up their pattern of play. And that was exactly what they did. Didn't they didn't let Wrexham settle and they started at a good fast pace. A set piece into the box. So Morley hit a shot which is deflected goalwards by McNeil but luckily for Wrexham too close to the keeper. He got his hands down well to save it. And Wrexham went that early storm. And as the game wore on, had a little decent patch. Mackelson's defence is pushing it much too much, and Rexon thinking it over the top, it goes in problems. In fact, the Lions went two times, played his flag up too hastily against McEverley or Proxer, when Dawn was running clear on goal, running onto it from an onside position. If he kept his flag down, Rexham would have went twice, two on runs with the keeper. But the Lions didn't make those decisions and Mettles didn't prep it from that, McEverney went close, heading a corner over from 4 yards out, but he was at full stretch, and really couldn't get on top of it at all, and then Gold, having done really well to chase down a loss scores and winner a throw in, took it quickly to Procter, who turned in the box, and from a tight angle on the left, drove in a good powerful shot, which needed extremely well to hang on to, however, that phase past and Rexham continues to set pressure, are getting back onto it and going back to those principles which are given Rexham so many problems. Bullock burst past Roach and then drove with a shot from a tight angle Anthony Williams palmed behind and then came a remarkable passage of play, first Bullock crossing it into Miles who hit the bar from ten yards out, the ball bounced out, Wrexham couldn't get it clear and then Miles the around hit the bar, picks it up on the right and whips it back in and this time Bullock the had crossed it in for the first time, hit a shot against the bar. Rexham writhes their luck but it couldn't lock forever and the key first goal came in the 34th minute moments after that lucky escape. there have been a long pause in play and Richard and I were both speculating about their chance of Wrexham to just draw breath and reorganise but instead straight from the restart Wrexham went behind the ball played falls to mirrors on the edge of the area he did brilliantly to play in the disguised pass and put McNeil clear on goal and he wandered past Anthony Williams and rolled it into an empty net Wrexham clung on for the rest of the half and started the second half with a bit more spurs again they started to show some promise, McKevley had a nice flick on to Spender who was about to be taken off who brought it down and hit a volley from knee height but too close to Lee, he couldn't hang on to it, it bounced off his chest and he gathers at a second effort and then there was a terrific scramble from a corner after it was swept in from the right hand side Walker got up and is in the header which is blocked from six yards out possibly by Mark Williams as he tried to turn he couldn't scoop the ball in so Wrexham started the second half well but the killer blow came in the 62nd minute it was a sloppy piece of work by Matty Doane, it looked very dangerous in the first half, but it faded in the second. He had to pick up the overlapping Carl Regan. Macrosy will camped in half and, and Doane just switched off and allowed the ball to be played inside him. Regan ran around the back of the defence with no less or hindrance and chipped it in, and John Murphy had a simple task to head in from close range. And really from then on out... It was pretty much a case of Wrexham could cling on with Boston losing 2-0. Wrexham couldn't afford to any anymore because they dropped back down into the bottom two. But it was more by luck than judgment that they survived. Bullock got on the back of the defence and pulled the ball back to Miles who drove in a shot which was brilliantly blocked by Mike Williams. And then from the corner, Morley Wilson headed into the goal map and McNeil from four yards out managed to head it over. Another opportunity came when Benjamin burst bars Roach and ripped the ball in. And Murphy somehow managed to head it off target from six yards out. And then Murray was there knocking the ball over the top and when the ball bounced back out to the edge of the area it was Murray again, he picked it up and has a scuffed and scrambled shot which trickled towards the bottom right corner and Anthony Williams with a minimum of footwork starts to stretch and just about clawed it round the post and all that spell in the second half, a rather wild long range free kick by McKenley which had a couple of yards over was all Rexon could muster and Rich at the end of it let's be honest, Wrexham
2: were well beaten Absolutely, we can, uh, we can talk about bad luck all we want but I think as you said there and you are summing up that. Macclesfield was far, far superior than us today. I mean, there have been really no complaints about the uh, about the result, but there's a hell of a lot of complaints that need to be uh, addressed when we're looking at the performance of, of Rexham today. We just didn't look interested in winning the game from the off, and when you come away and you've got that mindset, you're never going to get a result and I feel, I, feel, I feel for the 1700 Rexxer fans that have travelled here today. Okay, they got free travel, they've, they've, they've paid to obviously for the for the ticket and they, they come here and expect to be entertained and unfortunately they haven't been, you know, the, although to be, to be fair, they might have been getting agitated during the game and they might have booed at the end but when the Rexxer players did go to them at the end of the game, they did applaud them, which which is interesting, considering they booed them as well but... I, you just you look look towards uh, North County on Monday. Who as You said as well that they they've got the, they still the opportunity to push for a playoff place. Now we know <laughs> we always play better against higher uh, high up on the table. But if we play like we did today, it's going to be embarrassing. I think on Monday.
1: Well, looking at that game as well, I mean Richard Walker's pitch ahead of Steve Evans, it, it didn't work out, I could see why it was done, in fact I might have done the same thing as Walker's played his part in two clean sheets and done well, but he didn't deal at all with the height of McNeil or of Murphy, uh, but when Steve Evans came on, he took a knock late on him, with only 48 hours turnover before that next match, we've got to hope that Steve Evans is fit for that game, and that Rexham were able to put together a
2: side that can pick himself up from this. Absolutely, Mark. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure as long as Steve Evans is fit, we'll be seeing him in the starting line-up on uh, Monday. Because I mean, you know, he's first choice, and he's well, he showed today. What, well, Walker proved the point that why why uh, Evan should be first choice. I think today. But I mean, it's just it's, it's, it's about you've got four hours to rebuild the whole team because this is it's not just a it's not just a loss. It's it's going to hit the, it's going to hit the, like, some players hard because. As, as we've always said, the, the confidence players, a lot of them, the whole dressing room is... And it's going to be so, so hard for them to go out on Monday. I don't know what the crowds be like on Monday, to be honest with you. I mean, if they won today, I'm, I'm sure about a bank holiday Monday, it would have been quite impressive. But there's losing 2-0 from Macersfield. Well, are we are going to be up after 3,000, something like that? Well, we just got over to Macclesfield, who we were very impressive today,
1: continues to be impressive in two days when they face Boston. But let's be honest, if Wrexham need to pray that Boston implodes to stay up, then we really have massively and, and horribly underperformed.
0: It was a very disappointed Brian Carey, who came out to see the press corps afterwards.
3: Brian, it's a brave decision to leave Steve Evans on the bench at the start.
4: Yeah, um, you know, the, the previous couple of games, uh, two clean sheets and... Uh, it was a decision to make, and is you know that's uh, that's the decision we, we we made, and that's what we went with. Um, you know, it's very easy to say that um, things might have been different, but who you know who knows? Um, but that's what we went with.
3: The, the defense didn't look comfortable at all during the game, though, did they?
4: I think they found the, the front of Macclesfield uh, difficult to handle, and um, you know they. It, it, it was a difficult day for us all round after that, you know and then I don't think they, had, they, they got the goal and they'd had a few chances even in, in the first half um, so I think that's the second game I've had now where really I look back at this one and the Peterborough game and I thought no, that happened today
3: Well, it's, uh, I was going to say is this one of the most disappointing games since you've
4: taken it Yeah, game? as I said they sent the Peterborough game away um, we've got to move on to, to look at look at Monday um, very disappointed for all these lot that turned up here um, you know, but you know, we've got to look to Monday now.
3: At the other end as well, it must be worrying you that you didn't really threaten the Macclesfield goal at all? Well.
4: Yeah, I mean we've we, we had a few opportunities that went across, but you know, not enough. We spent more time defending and more time scrapping and more time trying to handle back back in our own half, back back the edge of our own penalty box for too much of the game. Um, you know, so it was disappointing in that aspect. So, do you have any other dice now to throw in for Monday? Well, no, you have to wait and see.
3: <laughs> but uh, Steve Evans did get on in the end, and the defence looked a bit more comfortable then. But he looked to be limping when he came off. Is no, he's fine.
4: No, he's fine. He's fine. I mean, they made some changes themselves as well. But um, you know, Steve is a big player. You know, we've, we've been around for about twelve games this season, through you know one thing or another. Um, but you know, as I said, you have to wait and see what, what we'll do on Monday.
3: So. Points-wise now, how much of a blow was today and the performance as well?
4: Yeah, it's a, it's a huge blow, uh, Roger. It's, it's, it's a massive blow for us because um, you know these are just right above us in the league and um, you know, beating these today, I think you would have gone above them and uh, they've pushed that a little bit further ahead. Um, not over yet.
3: But you're still out of the bottom two because Boston lost by the same amount but it, it's so tight at the bottom now. You're obviously looking over your shoulder. Macclesfield... have have they given themselves a lifeline today
4: I've been looking over my shoulder for a while Roger you know Um, Macclesfield yeah whatever they they possibly have but um, you know there's another round of games on Monday and we can see where we we are after that one
1: thanks for that thank you in terms of Monday Brian I mean lots of counties you want to win every game but this one you're looking at mid-table when you really get something from and you need to
4: yeah we do we've approached every game like that um, and it was no different today either and uh, but that's again, we just it's a must-win game again, another one.
1: And then you've got these everyone's talking about, and Torquay and Boston still to come here. The great thing is that it is in your own hands.
4: Even after all this, it's still in our own hands. Um, so that's what's what we've got to keep doing. We've got to get back to doing what we do best. We didn't do it today.
1: Is it frustrating that there's a little gap there now? Because above you, you're looking ahead four points. It's not catchable with one game. So you're in that sort of little mixer there, aren't you?
4: Yeah, we are. Um, there's no getting away from it. That's the reality of it. I mean, we've got to deal with it and be strong enough to, to handle it.
1: Neil Roberts, is there a chance for Monday?
4: Uh, don't know yet. We'll have to wait and see.
1: And anybody else? Um, back in the- Chris is back, isn't he, on Monday? Yeah,
4: Chris Llewellyn's available and uh, Ryan Valentine's available. <coughs> so, um, you know, as I said, we'll have to see what happens on Monday.
5: Okay. Robbie Garrett as well, right?
0: There. Possibly, yeah. Mark Jones was captain today for the first time and he was devastated by what happened. Well, Mark, you made captain for the day, but it was a frustrating outcome, wasn't
5: it? Yeah. um, Well, shocking, shocking, really shocking performance. Um, You know, we needed a big performance today, and um, you know it's disappointing, especially being made uh, captain for the day, and uh, you know just uh, devastating. We let down all the fans. You know, they all came today to support us, and we've let everyone down.
0: It was maybe, maybe we'd lost too many players this time as well, Neil and Danny through the spine of the team and it was just hard to seem to get going. They seemed to get amongst us early on and stop us from getting our rhythm going, didn't
5: they? Um yeah obviously Neil and Danny are big players for us, but you know, we've got a squad here now and there's no good making excuses. We just um we didn't turn up today, we were extremely poor and um you know we've gotta gotta pick ourselves up now really tomorrow and we've gotta go for it Monday. Now we've got to win, Monday. That's a
0: massive game, and there's, there's good character in the squad, isn't there? And it's going to be tested now to get up for that match, isn't it?
5: Yeah, you know, um, like I said, we've we've got to win Monday. To, uh, no, left or but. and um, you know, all the lads have got to get into training tomorrow and get themselves right, really, for ready for Monday. A
0: lot of people, myself included, uh, wanted to see you in the centre midfield of everything happening around you. But I guess today was was a hard one to judge how well that went for you.
5: Um, yeah, I've been wanting to play in the midfield in the middle, but um, you know I just uh, I couldn't really get into the game today, really, to be honest. But uh, you know, all around it's just uh, really poor. It's just gutting really at the moment. I just don't really don't know what to say, how we, why, why play that? You know, it's just um, I'm not s- speechless.
0: So maybe just to sum it all up, Macclesfield hadn't kept a clean sheet in 12 games before today but they never really looked in great danger of letting a goal in against a rather toothless Wrexham side. Monday is looking absolutely huge. We've been Mark revison bitch Holmes from the Wrexham Supports Association's Hospital Broadcast. The final whistle was brought to you by Wrexham Supports Association's Hospital Broadcast.